We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It's January 13th. It is 2023. We have a nice little nine-game NBA slate to finish out the week here on the Morning Grind. And uh, we got our buddy. We got Will Priester in the house today. Chief Justice 06. You might know him as Chief Justice 06. You might know him over there in the prop shop. But to me, he will always be snacks. What's happening, my friend? <laughs> Nothing much, man. And I will be snacking on the way to Nashville for what it's worth. Uh, excited to come on yet again. Uh, man, I, so for those of you that, that are live, you see what's happening. If you're not live, it's cool. But Stevie's got the Roto Grinders hat on. Like, I need to get in on some of that. I don't have any Roto Grinders hats. I've got some prize picks and some fan duel. I don't have any RG hats. And I used to have some. I don't know. What happened to them? I used to have a whole bunch of T-shirts, and it's like, man, what, what happened to those things? Dude, I have, <laughs> I probably have fifty, like Rotor Grinders T-shirts. Like, like no joke. I have a a fourth of my closet is Rotor Grinder stuff. Yeah, um, collection. So, yeah, so I mean, I have I have my first original RG shirt still from back in the the day um yeah i mean listen all right i've been around for a while so i'm allowed to have 50 shirts i've been to many rotor grinders get togethers and stuff like that but uh, yeah man you got to get you one of these new little nice little little, little little rotor grinders hat yeah we we got nine games a lot to talk about have some fun here to finish out the week I hope everyone's having a fantastic thursday uh we're live on youtube thursday night here uh, Derek's hanging out in YouTube chat. Appreciate everyone. Um, I mean, listen, I love the fact that we're like going live on YouTube now. It's been a lot of fun interacting with people. So uh, just, I mean, thank you everyone for making this kind of work out and uh, hopefully we can keep building it and keep having some more fun, especially on those smaller slates. So nine games, fun slate. Let's jump in. 
We get started here with New York at Washington, the Knicks and the Wizards. Knicks, I mean, they're good to go health-wise. On the Washington side, Bradley Beal is out. Gafford, Morris, Porzingis, questionable. This game is currently not on the table betting-wise, and I mean, I think that's for good reason. I think that way too many guys potentially um, missing here for Washington. So let's talk Knicks first. Full strength now. R.J. Barrett came back 41 minutes. Um, that is the one thing that you just have to love about the Knicks. When these guys are good to go, they're good to go. Uh, talk to me here about New York. I mean, look, man, I think we knew this was coming because the reporting said R.J. minutes restriction. And um, this should be a game where they, they should be able to get off, um, you know, and, I, and listen, you know, I thought with all those guys back, we were kind of going to see Jalen Brunson come back down to earth. Well, you know, he, he scored 34 points and, uh, you know, it's still out here smashing. I am expecting his scoring to taper off a bit. Like I don't think with RJ back, um, he's going to keep scoring at this clip. The thing was though, Stevie, RJ scored 27. And, you know, you look at Randall. How much do you think Randall scored this matchup? It was 14, Stevie. And that's where I think the differentiator is going to come in. Like, Randall's least likely to be in the teens. And I think Brunson or uh, RJ are more likely to be in the mid to upper teens. So uh, I'm kind of going to be coming off of uh, these guys from the Knicks, probably just kind of sticking with Randall here in certain spots. This is a good spot, but um, if, if a lot of guys sit, the Knicks should handle this team. So uh, I think it would just be Randall, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, you can make the argument just saying, like, with Barrett back that Randall and Brunson are just too expensive for their ceiling. Um, I think Randall still has, like, a road to 55 to 65 points on a nine-game slate. 12 shots the other night. That was the fewest since, like, December 20th. For him against Golden State, yeah. so, um, so for me, I mean, yeah, it, it's hard not to have interest in the Knicks, but I think it's going to be Barrett. He's seventy three hundred. He's just so cheap. I mean, he's the guy that kind of. I mean, he went for forty four the other night, and he's seventy five hundred, and now he's seventy three hundred. So he went down uh, two hundred bucks. So for me on the Knicks, I have like I have interest in Barrett. Um, I think that's my favorite play from the Knicks here. So Washington side, I mean, I want to see what's going to happen here with Porzingis. We saw Kyle Kuzma shoot 20 times the other night and I mean, it wasn't the it wasn't the best 20 times, but Denny played 35 minutes. He had 37 fantasy points with 20 rebounds. This guy was just he was just out there hustling, man. And, and I mean, we talked not, about that. Yeah. That he would probably did. get big minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if Porzingis is out, I think I go back to Denny here. I think that if Monte Morris sits in this game as well, maybe that's where I look at, like, a guy like Deleon Wright. He played 25 minutes the other night. I would assume that he'd get, like, 30, 35 minutes here if Monte Morris sits. Um, Beal already out. So, probably just too cheap at 3,400 if he's going to play anything like 25-plus minutes. 
Yeah, and honestly, Stevie, I think if Monty Morris is out, I think DeLon Wright plays 30-plus minutes because it looks like he has surpassed Goodwin on the depth chart, whereas when he was out and Morris was out of one of these guys, Goodwin was the one playing the big minutes. He only played 14 minutes the other night. DeLon Wright played 25 if Morris sits. Now, Goodwin would probably still be in play at that point because he's 3K, and he'd probably go up to – low to mid 20s in minutes but i do think delon wright uh i i think delon wright hits 30 30 minutes here at least if more sits um if porzingis and gafford are out again then of course you know todd gibson's gonna play some minutes um you know hachimura is gonna play minutes hachimura played 20 minutes the other night and then we talked about Denny, where Denny's, Denny's going to be in the 30s for sure, I think. So all these auxiliary pieces are guys that we can look at. But, you know, these guys have got to be out. They have to be. I mean, like, if Monte Morris and Porzingis plays, it makes me like the Knicks side more because I think the game is more competitive. But it makes me like the Washington side le- like less. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I need these guys to be out for me to really like start getting a, a lot of exposure to wash Washington. So Atlanta at Indiana taken on the Pacers 229 total in this one, the Hawks, a three point favorite on the Atlanta side. Clapella remains out. And on the Pacers side, Brissett is questionable, but one of the biggest things on the slate is Halliburton is out. Neesmith is questionable. Miles Turner is questionable. And, Daniel Tice remains out. So we'll go Atlanta first. Only a two-point favorite here for the Hawks. Makes no Kinda sense. Like this. Yeah, I really like this line. Um, I know they're on the road. Two and a half, three, depending on the book you're looking at. I guess it's not two. It's two and a half, three. But kind of like the Hawks minus three in this game. Um, that's one good thing about live. If you're listening live, you can go on points bet. FanDuel Sportsbook or DraftKings Sportsbook, and they're minus three. I like this. And then if you want, you can go to BetMGM and get it at two and a half. So, um, I, I mean, Trey Young back, ready to go here, not on the injury report for the illness. That kind of hurts DeJounte Murray at 8,800. Like, the price seems really high. I mean, I definitely don't mind getting some exposure to Trey Young. Will, what do you like here for Atlanta? Yeah, man, I um, this should be a good spot for them. But with all these guys out, or, or possibly out, just Halliburton being out, honestly, is enough for Atlanta to kind of run away with this thing. Like, that should that should damper the upside of the Indiana Pacers. I know Nimbar is going to end up playing big minutes. And, you know, we'll see some uh, Benedict. He should play probably close to 30 minutes in this game as well but i i just don't think it would be enough to keep up with an atlanta team that's pretty much full strength with their regular rotation outside of click capella uh so i like atlanta in theory but i think in dfs i just i don't like these prices trade 10 one murray 88 bogdanovich is 6k with everybody back it just i think these prices are a little bit too high for the spot they're in it's kind of where i'm at I mean, wings have just absolutely crushed the Pacers all season. Um, so, I mean, 
maybe in large field tournaments you take a shot on like Bogdanovich, but he's six K. Like he's just six K. Like it, what's his ceiling? Six seven X. Like I, it's just that's where I that's where I struggle. Um, like if I'm if I'm to take a shot on anybody here, like it, it's probably like a Hunter or like a Collins um, kind of play. But I just. Atlanta is priced right with everyone back. You nailed it. You nailed it. I mean, you just nailed it. So the Pacers, though, no Halliburton. Uh, it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. The fact that this game is so, like, implied total and the spread in this game is so close, it's like, huh? What? Um, TJ McConnell, one of the top value plays on the slate. He's 4,100. He is going to play 25-plus minutes with no Halliburton. Um Hard not to have a ton of interest in him. If Neesmith sits, I think that's where we could potentially look at like a Mathrin. Um, he's been a guy that's been crushing us all season. Um, I think Andrew Numhard is someone that's going to play minutes. These guys are all cheap. So as much as I don't love the Atlanta side, I could kind of look at some of this Indiana value and say, hey, you know, sure, you could take shots on Buddy Heald, but I mean, these guys are just so cheap. And then if Miles Turner sits, um, ton of interest in Jalen Smith at 4K. And the TV, I'm going to return the favor. I think you've nailed it with Indiana. Like, <laughs> all these guys are so cheap, you have to – not have to, but I think this is going to be good value. McConnell, Matherin, uh, like, I think those are those are, those are are top plays. Nimhard, 4,300. Like, you can really play them all. And then if Turner happens to sit, like, I'm trying to figure out, are they, are they going to play Jalen Smith, who's also 4K? Like – this whole starting lineup could end up being 4K, Stevie, and th- that makes it very interesting on this slate. All right. Um, yeah, like, watch the injury news here, but, I mean, if Turner sits too, just, I mean, it opens the doors. It just, whoosh, they fly open. Yeah. New Orleans at Detroit taking on the Pistons. 233 total here. The Pelicans are a four and a half point favorite in this one. On the New Orleans side, Ingram and Williamson remain out. Herb Jones is upgraded to questionable, not ruled out yet. On the Detroit side, Bagley is out. Cunningham is out. Duran is out. And Smith is questionable. So Smith is this like shoulder thing kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and like he's missing like really valuable time right now where he can kind of be proving himself. Uh, we'll go New Orleans first. I mean, no Zion, no Ingram. Definitely, you know, projects this game to stay closer. But listen, you know, I'm never going to argue with you when you talk about Valanciunas. So if you don't like him, tell me. But I really like this spot for him. Um, you know, centers against Detroit, kind of think like, you know, top 10 fantasy points allowed. They're a team that really struggles rebounding the basketball. Valanciunas is someone that like legit can have a 2020 game. Um, and I think this is one of those spots where he could have a 2020 game. So not only do I like him on the DFS side, but I also like his like seeing what his point and rebound prop is going to be in the spot. Yeah, man. I, I like Valanciunas as well. 6,500 is fair. I mean, we know he's not going to play much less 30 minutes. He may not get to 30. He'll be close, I think. And I think that's uh, I think that's good enough in this spot at 65. You know, if he puts up 43 fantasy points, Stevie, if I told you that right now, I think we'd all accept 43 fantasy points 
for yeah. 6,500. I'd take it in a heartbeat. Yep. So I, I definitely think he can get to 40 plus. What I'm not going to do tonight is play CJ McCollum, and this is a good spot for him. 9,400, though. I, I just, we would need him to have a performance like the Boston game. Anything else recent, like in this mid 40 range, like we're going to be able to be okay. I, I don't, if he was 8,800, like I'd be all over CJ tonight. But at 94, he's got so much upside with all these guys out. But I just, I, I don't like the price. I, I think I get my exposure this game through JV and let it ride. So my initial thoughts is right there with you on McCollum. But I will say, like, as bad as Detroit is at rebounding the basketball, they also allow a ton of assists to shooting guards, too. Like, point guard shooting guards. So this is, like, one of those, like, games where we could see McCollum have, like, a, a 6 6 30 game and i think that puts him over 50 and if he's on the right side of you know the ceiling part like maybe we're looking at like cj mccollum going for 55 60 so he's in my he, like he, he'll be in my like conversation is he like somebody i end up on i won't know until i like start working on lineups but um naja marshall is someone that i've been playing a bunch i'm worried about like you know, his price kind of catching up and Herb Jones potentially playing. Um, but I mean, I don't hate <clears throat> if Herb Jones sits, I don't hate uh Trey Murphy here at 5k either. So Detroit's, I mean, this is really just kind of waiting to see what's going on with Stewart. Um, you know, we saw Nerland's Noel play 21 minutes the last couple games and have decent games like bump from 3k to 38. If he starts again, we're probably looking at 20 minutes if Stewart's out. Like, I don't think his ceiling is anything crazy, but the flip side, Will, is like the Minnesota game was not close and the Philadelphia game was not close. The two games that he like played 20 minutes. Does does he play 25 minutes if Stewart's out and this game's close? I think is I think is a legit question. Well, yeah, because I mean and the thing is, Stevie, it's not like his prices come up. He's still thirty eight hundred. So We've still got some, some, some meat on the bone. Let's call it that. Like you know, if I think there's meat on the side, bone. If if Stewart's out, I think there's meat on the bone. Agree, agree. At thirty eight hundred, think we can still play him a little bit, um, and, and I, I would be I would be perfectly fine with that. Um, in terms of these other guys like Bogdanovich and. Uh, you know, Killian Hayes. Hayes, I think, is close. At 5,900, he's close because we've seen him go for 40 here. So I, I don't hate it. Like, I think you take a shot on him. Jaden Ivey is young and he's all over the place. Like, we saw him go for 41 the other night, 27, 25, 31, 29. I think at his price, though, you still take shots. I think the odd man out for me is Bogdanovich here. I think I play Ivey. I play Killian Hayes. I play some Noel. I think I let Bogdanovich sit on the shelf. I think he's he's priced up enough. I like the Hayes call. Like if this game's gonna stay close, I think Killian Hayes is someone that is probably the reason why. He put up 47 fantasy points against this team earlier this year. So I mean the upside is there. That game was in New Orleans and it was like December tenth, seventh, seventh. Remember looking at it. Um 
before we got started. So, yeah, I mean, I like the Hayes call. I was going to mention him. Totally forgot. Glad you did. Um, so I like the Hayes call. I will say, like, Ivy, 40 minutes last time out, 5,400. Maybe in the conversation. Yeah. Golden State heading to San Antonio to take on the Spurs. 240 total. Warriors a eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Jermichael Green's out. Jonathan Kaminga is out. And James Wiseman is out. And then on the Spurs side, just Vassal. Vassal's the only one out. Um, Johnson not even on the injury report here. So uh, some good news for San Antonio fans. Um, but let's go Golden State first. Curry came back the other night. Hey, we're going to watch his minutes. We're going to limit him. Phoenix was beating him. They tried to get back in that game. He shot 22 times. He played 31 minutes. Um, he's 10-4. But I think the biggest thing is, like, Jordan pulls 82 Clay is 77. Fantastic matchup against San Antonio, but these guys are priced like Curry and Wiggins are still out, and they're not. They're back. So I struggle here. I think like if, if I was going to play anybody, it would probably be Draymond at 63, but honestly, I don't, I don't think I get anybody. to anybody on Golden State today. I don't want to play anybody and I don't think I am going to play anybody, Stevie. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm not playing any of them, period. I mean, it's, listen, San Antonio is a fantastic team to yeah. target. They allow the second most fantasy points per game to opposing teams. They're a fantastic team to target. Golden State hasn't been playing great defense. They're starting to get healthy. I think we'll see the defense pump up a little bit, a little bit. I'm not going to say they're going to be the best defensive team in the league by any means. I'm just saying they're healthier. Um, let, let me ask you this randomly. Come All-Star yeah. break, do you think they're in the top eight teams in the West? All-Star break's mid-February. If if they can stay healthy, I think they make the finals. Okay. Fair enough. I, I know that didn't really answer your question. No, no. But I, I got you. Like, like no one, no one in the West wants to run into Golden State. No, no, they should be trending up. Um, yeah. It's like, know. it's like the Pelicans. If the Pelicans get healthy with the defense that they were playing, no one wants to play them. Yeah, and that's the weird thing about the West this year. It's it's a fairly it's fairly tight, and it's going to be t- very tight at the bottom this year. Like the Warriors may very well end up a five or six seed. If they continue to play well, same thing for New Orleans. If if things don't break their way, I mean, you could end up with a finals man or a Western Conference finals type atmosphere round one with these teams. Like it's insane. I mean, the East is five or six deep this year. Yeah, you know, Celtics, Bucks, Nets, Sixers, Cavs, Knicks. I mean, the Heat yeah, are still they, there. They just haven't been healthy. They, just, I mean, like. Yeah. You know, that's a team you don't want to run into. Do you really want to run into like Atlanta or Chicago or like Toronto? I mean, it, it's such an interesting like dynamic in the NBA. But yeah. I mean, the Warriors are eighth right now. I think mid February they're probably a top five team um, in the West if they stay healthy. So, um, but I mean, like, where did Memphis come from? They're playing such incredible defense this year, and they're yeah. scoring so efficiently. They're playing fast. They're scoring efficiently and they're playing fantastic defense. They're a really tough team to play against this year. So I mean, like, you think of the West and you're like, gosh, man, like, you know, 
the Lakers are 12th in the West with LeBron and Anthony Davis. I know, again, I know that both of those guys have been banged up, but I mean, the Lakers are 12th in the West. <laughs> like, I don't know. So, yeah. They, they, um, they break their way to a play and they might squeak in as an eight seed. Yeah. You never know. I mean, it, I think it's really going to depend on like when AD gets back and if they have enough time to make it like a strong push. So, yeah, and don't, don't ever count Denver, out LeBron James. Don't ever count yeah, out LeBron if, James. If Denver was the one seed, I don't think they would want to see a healthy Lakers team with AD and LeBron. Like after they've kind of gelled a little yeah. bit, getting to the end of the season, I don't think they particularly want to see them per se. But the West is tight anyway, so whoever they play is going to be tough. For sure, San Antonio side of this game. Anything standing out to you here for the Spurs? Uh, not really. I mean, Vassal's, you know, he's out. He's going to be out. Richardson's price is coming up. Keldon Johnson, 6,800. You know, Poto, 6,300. He's been playing, you know, fairly good minutes. Poto could be okay if this game stays close. Like, because the, the, the Warriors have had some trouble inside. Like, centers have kind of been really good fantasy plays. So, I don't hate it at 6,300. I definitely think he's he's tournament viable for sure. I want to see Trey Jones's ownership on this slate. He's someone at 6,200. If he's going to be just like overlooked in this spot, I have a lot of interest in Trey Jones. Like, yeah, taking a lot more shots now, too. If Vassal, like, he, I mean, he's pushing 20 shots. Yeah. And like Vassal's out, like, you know, Johnson would be back, but I still think he, he I still think he shoots 15 to 18 times with Johnson on the floor. Yeah. Um, maybe we see like a double double assist like johnson maybe you know helping him out like spread out the floor a little bit and we see more quality shots too so i think trey jones is someone that could go for 40 plus at 6200 so if he's going to be low owned um i have interest in him like i know the warriors the warriors have been like a a revolving door this year like guard wise but they have just i mean that is where they're getting pounded second most fantasy points fifth most against point guards second most against shooting guards. So um, some interest in Trey Jones. Thunder, Bulls, we head to Chicago. 229 total in this one. The, the Bulls, a five-point favorite. It'll be a back-to-back here for OKC. And then on the Bulls side, DeMar DeRozan is doubtful. Um, Green is out, and Levine is probable. We'll go Thunder first. Um, I mean – Back to back, what are we, what are our thoughts here on the Thunder on a on the second end of a back to back? I mean, they could be okay because Chicago is down DeRozan, and uh... we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think that gives them some life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that could keep it that could keep it competitive. And in a spot like this where we've seen OKC randomly, Stevie, just keep these games competitive against guys that we think are good teams like Boston, who they blew out, but Miami was down guys where they kept it competitive. Uh Philly did kind of handle them a little bit, but Philly's a better team than Chicago. These this is a young team. I mean the Thunder I, crushed Philly tonight, Thursday night. It was one thirty three to one fourteen. Didn't they beat? They beat him by like nineteen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So SGA I, had a SGA had a monster SGA game. Yeah, I mean, I think he had around thirty fantasy points in the first half. Like it was something stupid. Um, yeah. I, I like this team to compete. So back to back, but I think they're going to be fine, and that means I think SGA is in play. SGA. If he plays, he has sat some back-to-backs this year. Like he's, I think he's played some too. Um, I'm looking through. I know, I know he's played some, but he has sat some back-to-backs here recently. I mean, it's coming off of a monster game. Um, I, I would assume that they want him to play in this game. If he sits, it opens up a lot here for the Thunder. Um, so watch that news. I think Josh Giddy, if SGA is out at 7k is really really playable but yeah i like the sga call gonna be low owned you can run it back with like zach levine on the other side zach levine though 9200 like oh, man but this guy he has been, yeah 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 shots. he's been taking them yeah i mean that last game stevie uh you know i ended up looking at an assist prop on him he took 28 shots now, here's the thing about Levine, though, Stevie, which is interesting. Typically, he's going to be fairly efficient when he's shooting, too. Like, he's going to take some three points. He shot four of 11 from three. But, like, generally speaking, Zach Levine is actually a pretty good shooter. If he takes 28 shots in this matchup, he's going for 50-plus again. I, I I like Levine. Um, you know, he – at home, I think you play him against OKC here. But I actually love Vooch more, and I like Vooch more the other night. It did not materialize the way I, I wanted it to, but I I like Vooch yet again at 8,500. Yeah, I mean, he's a discount to Levine. That I mean, that's a that's a positive. And the Thunder, I mean, they have struggled against centers. Just big men in general this year, and I, I mean they've they're kind of a rotating door right now with injuries as well. Second end of a back to back could produce a little bit of a sloppy rebounding. So I don't I, I don't hate the Vooch call. Um, he's another guy that like where is this point rebound prop going to come in at? Like, are they going to give us like a, a 24, 25 number because of the last game? Or are they going to give us like a twenty nine and a half? Like. I like Vooch over 30 points and rebounds. Um, so yeah. 
and another one that you know we're going to be watching to see like is it out yet it's not out yet so um uh, watching to see on this one to see what it comes in at because i think that's really really solid to watch here all right we're cruising man we're cruising what's up youtube hope everyone's having a fantastic thursday me and me and chief are we're chilling here we, you could tell we've been working together a long time we just yeah phoenix at minnesota no total in this game um too many question marks right like on the minnesota side edwards is questionable kyle anderson is questionable and, and prince is questionable Carl Anthony towns remains out and then on the suns Aiton is questionable booker is out cam johnson's out paul is out Payne is out shamit is out so let's go phoenix first Aiton matters I, I mean that's the first thing i think we need to say Aiton matters I think it's really hard to judge what happened in Denver, the second end of a back-to-back. You know, Phoenix beat Golden State without the without these guys. They went into Denver. It is the hardest back-to-back in the NBA. We, we've talked about so it for many years. First half unders on the yeah. Denver players. I mean, yeah, Phoenix man. players going on a back. Oh, this is easy. Yeah. So let everyone else overthink what happened in that Denver game. And if if Aiton sits, play Bridges play Washington, play Dario Sarge. Like, don't look at the Denver game. That is a terrible sample to look at. Uh, Damian Lee, 4,200. Like, I am going to load up on Phoenix in this game if Aiden is out again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is, this is the spot you want him in. And if you look at the other game, a lot of these guys just kind of played in the mid-20s. Like, they weren't beating Denver that night. Uh, and not that they couldn't have, per se, Listen, this is still a B-team squad compared to what they're used to. So I don't want to overrate like or diminish the fact that if Devin Booker and Chris Paul and Aiton are back, like this is a much better team. But against Minnesota, I think they can still be competitive. And so this should be for sure a much easier matchup. I love these 4K guys. Uh, I definitely think you need to be sprinkling them into – not necessarily just sprinkling, but incorporating them into a lot of your builds. And going into Denver on the second end of a back-to-back, it's a thing, Brent. It's a thing. Like, yeah, it just—it is. It, it, like, it, it just is. I mean, I don't have the stats in front of me. I don't want to look into it. I know. I already know. I don't need to look into it. I know it's a tough one. So, elevation change, the the flight in there, like, it, it just—it it stinks. It stinks. Players have talked about it. There's podcasts. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Minnesota. Anthony Edwards. I mean, this is just like. They need to sit him, Stevie. Like, yeah. 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 They, they, yep. they got to sit him at some point. They keep playing him, and it's not getting better. And if something serious happens to their franchise shooting guard. Yeah, man. My gosh. You sit him down in this one. Um I mean, Phoenix is so shorthanded that you sit him down, and you still have a chance to win this game, right? So, if there was ever a chance to sit him down, this is a spot. I know, like, we're way early in the season still. I know we're like progressing through the season, but we're still early enough where it's like we can drop a couple to make sure our guy is good. Um, but this is a game that you have a chance to win. So, um, even without Edwards, so I, I like Rudy Gobert in this spot. If Aiton is out. Um, if Edwards sits, ton of interest in D'Angelo Russell at 7,200. 
if and Edwards and Anderson sits, McDaniels is one of my favorite plays on the slate at 4,900. I think that he's going to get a lot of wing minutes and with these guys all kind of banged up, I think he's in play. Uh, Will, one last thing I'm going to throw at you before I let you give your thoughts here. I'm going to let this sink in. I'm going to let you go down this river with me. And if Edwards and Kyle Anderson both sit, do we take shots on Austin Rivers? You you missed my joke. I said, go down the river with me. Yeah, yeah, Um, I know. I did did catch it. My bad. Come on, man. I got dad jokes for days. (laughs) Got a dad joke book somewhere. (laughs) Look. It's the price. He's 30, 30 minutes at 3,300. He like, plays yeah, 30 minutes. I, th- I think you have to incorporate him. Um, you know, McDaniels would, would definitely be probably some form of a better play, right? But I still think you have to get him in. Um, I, I definitely yeah, but think you- so if – like realistically, like why I brought him up. If Edwards and Anderson sits, does Austin Rivers go back to that like 30, 35 minute role that he had a few weeks ago? Um, I, I think like this is a dude that put up 30 plus games multiple times. Like no one wants to play Austin Rivers. No, no one wants to play him. So you take your shots. And I, I only, for what it's worth, I only like Rivers if, Anderson and Edwards sits. I think that's where he gets like the thirty, the thirty-five minute game. Yeah, no, no for sure. I, I think I think that's a play for sure. Do you think Jalen Noel would would get to the mid twenties in that particular case as well? If both of them sit, yeah. yeah. So he would be he on my radar. Play. I mean, yeah, Rivers is already playing like twenty plus minutes, like twenty-five plus minutes. Like, who else are they going to play? Are they really going to? Run out like Brian Forbes? No, nah, no, we're so. not going to do that. Not heavily. So yeah, it would be Noel Rivers and McDaniel kind of splitting that that eye collection of wing minutes with um, Russell and Gobert. That would kind of be the the launching pad for for their lineup, I think. And then of course they play a little bit of. Uh, Nas Reed and, and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I I like all those wings at those cheap prices that both of those guys sit. And I'm I'm actually hoping they sit Anthony Edwards. Like he had the game Wednesday and come back. Like just just give him a break and try to try to figure out what's going on. Let this thing heal up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Give him a break. Like, yeah, I, I don't I don't understand it sometimes. Like Listen, I have been doing this for a long time, and I still don't understand some of the decisions that GMs make, but coaches make. I don't know where the injury like falls, but like, if you're the owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves, your franchise is Anthony Edwards. Like right now, like that's your guy. Yeah, don't risk anything with him. So, anyway. Maybe maybe the injury is not as much, but I, I watched him the other night. He did not look 100%. So. Orlando at Utah, 233 total here. Uh, the Jazz, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Orlando side of things. I mean, Okiki's out. Suggs is questionable. On the Jazz side, Olenek remains out with an ankle sprain. 
Uh, THT is questionable. Colin Sexton is upgraded to questionable here, so we'll see if he plays or not. Um, I mean, Will, like, this game, kind of juicy. Utah doesn't play defense. Orlando doesn't play defense. Um, You know, Utah will definitely try to push the pace in this game. So, kind of a juicy game. Like, Orlando playing pace up, no defense on either side. Like, maybe I'm signing up for this game stack here. Talk to me about the Magic. Yeah, I don't hate it. The Magic have been actually playing okay for the most part. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to win every game. But, Stevie, you haven't really seen a whole lot of blowouts with the Orlando Magic. Not a whole lot. Um, Cole Anthony has kind of come back down to earth now that all these guys are back. Like, he's still playing minutes, but the production isn't the same. So, you know, I I, I want to play him because I feel like the price has come down, but I don't think we can. Fultz is you know, been the leading guard with minutes, but I think his price is appropriate. The one guy uh, that I don't mind playing on this team right now is Wendell Carter Jr., especially in this spot at 6,500. This is a spot I think he can go for 40-plus, Stevie. Utah's been suspect inside. Uh, we know that Olenek's not going to be playing yet again. So I, uh, I I like Wendell Carter Jr. I actually think he's my favorite play from the Magic. Um, Bo Bo will be coming back, which is which which is good. Or he's been back, but he just didn't play, I think, the other night. But um I I like Wendell Carter Jr. quite a bit. I like the Wendell Carter Jr. call. Um I think like him and Paulo kind of have like cemented roles. Um Franz Wagner has like a cemented role, and then like the guard situation is kind of a coin flip. Um, especially if Suggs comes back. Like, Cole Anthony is going to get minutes. Fultz is going to get minutes. Um, I think, like, if I was going to play one of those guys for ceiling, it would probably be Fultz at 6,100. So, yeah, I, I mean, I like the Wendell Carter call because, I mean, like, the other side of this game, like, Markin is 7,800, but, gosh, he could smash. Like, this could be a 60-plus point game for Markin. So, maybe getting the cheaper Magic guys is and, like, going to Markin on the other side of this game is where I end up, but... Let's go to the Utah side. No, Kelly Olenek definitely presents Walker Kessler. He's 5K, though. Magic stink. Like, we we just don't play defense. And I say we. I, I'm a huge Magic fan. Everyone knows that. Um, I mean, they don't play defense. But one thing that they have been decent at this year is slowing down centers. So, like, is Kessler going to be chalk with – Olenek out, and is this a spot where, like, maybe we just go underweight on Kessler in this game and really just kind of attack the Orlando Magic where they're bad, and that's just guard and wings. Um, they, I mean, they give up a ton of threes. So, uh, in just this is a game if he's gonna shoot a lot, we could see him make four or five threes. Um, I mean, ton of interest, hate the price tag, but if I'm going for a game stack here. I'm willing to overlook that price tag. And um, I like Jordan Clarkson, too. Like, we've seen him recently over seven three-point attempts in four of the last five games. He does that against Orlando. He can shred them because the Magic stink at guarding the perimeter. So what are your thoughts here on Utah? I don't hate some pieces from Utah. Like, so Clarkson is up to 7,100 now because, I I mean, he, he had a – He's had some big performances sprinkled in. Because of the game environment, I don't hate it. 
Um, you've got Mike Conley at 5,700, and while, you know, his fantasy production has been down, it's just the environment, Stevie. Colin Sexton, 4,500. He's back up at 25 minutes or so. I, I don't hate that either. I think I, this feels like a game stack to me, Steve, where we take pieces from both sides, put it together, and plug a little value in around it and go from there. Um, but that, that's kind of how I feel. We've seen Vanderbilt play some as well. Now his minutes are coming back down, but with Olenek out, I'm hoping he can pick up a few more minutes at 5,300. I think he would be a good tournament play also. Anything else from this one? Negativo. Denver, Adelaide taking on the Clippers. Some books have this out. Like FanDuel has a 224.5 line, Denver minus one in this one. Um, most books do not have a line out yet. Paul George is out. Luke Kennard is out. On the Denver side, Jokic is questionable. Um, like, just slate changer. Just uh, like slate changer. So we're we actually get to start with Denver. Will Jokic plays? I have interest. Jokic is out. Man, Michael Porter Jr. is fifty-two. Jamal Murray sixty-seven. Sign me up, man. Sign me up. Yeah, man. This is. Ooh, Stevie, like big time spot. Um, Zeke is 3K. It's 3K. <laughs> I mean, man, and they should still be very competitive in this game. Uh, all I will say, Stevie, is as long as everything breaks that way, this should be have some fireworks in it. I don't, I don't even hate Bones Highland at 5,300 in this spot. Um, and gosh, man, I'm going to feel so bad saying this. I I don't even hate Aaron Gordon, Stevie, and I I don't ever want to play Aaron Gordon. I just he has played a lot better this season. I feel like from a fantasy perspective, he looks more comfortable. Yeah i I would even include him in my builds in this one. Um, this this was a little juicy, I think. To be fair, on like Aaron Gordon. Like on his sake, like he went from a magic team where he was expected to do a lot, and he's now like in Denver and he just gets to kind of be a role player. And I think it, it it's definitely a very expensive role player, but a role listen, player indeed. Have you seen some of these NBA contracts, dude? Like I know. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um <laughs> listen, the schedule for the NBA players is awful. The, what they have to do travel wise and how they're on the road, it, it stinks. So I'm not discrediting um, what they do. If you ever play one on one with an NBA player, they would make you look silly because that's how good they are. So, like, I, I get it. I, I get it. I wasn't saying that. I'm not. A, I'm not like a, a salary hater. I'm just like, listen. I mean, all the contracts are insane. So, I, I mean, for me on Denver, if Jokic is out, it opens up anything that you want to take shots on. Um, Everyone is too cheap if Jokic is out. If Jokic plays, I really don't have a ton of interest in Denver. I mean, maybe I take shots on Jokic in that scenario, but, I mean, Jokic plays this game probably ugly. Like, probably ugly. So, yeah. For, like, Will, is this like one of those scenarios where, like, with FanDuel, yeah, FanDuel has this game up at Clippers minus one? Like they're they're expecting Jokic to sit in this game 
I mean, that that line is not with Paul George out there expecting Jokic to sit in this game. So have to be expecting that, I think. It's one of those things you can get um Nuggets money line for a pretty good price right now. So just saying. Uh Clippers. I mean, Kawhi is 9,900. No Paul George. He, he definitely has, like, the upside and ceiling to have a big game here. I think Powell is someone that's super interesting um, at his price tag, but I don't know if I get to, like, John Wall. Um, probably not. Zubac is a little interesting if Jokic sits. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just struggling here on the Clippers side. One, uh, it's just, I mean, I think Kawhi is going to have to have a big game for them to get there. Um, maybe Terrence Mann playing a ton of minutes at 4,300. What do you got here for LA? Yeah, man. I mean, whether Jokic plays or not, Kawhi, I mean, that price has come up now, Stevie. And so yep. now he's got to hit 50. And look, he played great against Dallas. He played great against Atlanta. Um, he played great against Indiana, but like, he's Gotta hit 50 just to hit value now. And I don't like it. Uh I'm I'm just gonna pass. Like I don't feel like Kawhi is gonna be a consistent 60 fantasy point score in this in this uh in with this roster. I think his his ceiling is probably 60, and his general scoring output is gonna be between 40 and 50. And when Paul George comes back, it's probably upper 30s, mid 40s, generally speaking. I, I think I'm going to pass. I, I don't like Kawhi here. Um, you know, some of the cheap pieces like Terrence Mann who are going to play big minutes, I, I think they're just okay, Stevie. Uh, you know, Norman Powell, we've seen him have some upside. I, I'd probably prefer to play Powell over any of these other guys. But I, I think that's about it. I, I just yeah. – I, I don't want to invest in the Clippers. Yeah. If Jokic sits, this game's way more interesting. If Jokic plays, I just – this is going to be a game I'm just like, hey, I just hope no one goes like 7-8-X. Yeah. All right, we finish it out. Houston at Sacramento. Hey, we did this. Um, gosh, we did this the other day, and it was extremely, extremely frustrating. Um De'Aaron Fox frustrated me so much. Kevin Porter Jr. getting hurt was absolutely terrible. Um, it tilted me. I'm not going to lie. It tilted me. 235.5 total in this game. Kings, 10-point favorite. As much as it tilted me, Will, I really do hope that Kevin Porter Jr. is okay and he gets healthy with this foot injury. Uh, I yeah. hate seeing guys go down on injuries. Uh, Houston side, Kevin Porter Jr. is out, and Kevin Herter is questionable on the Kings side. That's all we got here. Let's, um, I mean, replay this game. What do you got here for Houston? Uh, I think now give me Jabari Smith again. Give me a splash of Eric Gordon. Give me a splash of K.J. Martin. Hey, and, I got uh, that one right the other night. Yeah. And it looks like Jalen Green's probably leading the charge now. Does this give him 40-point upside? He played 40 minutes the other night. You know, put up uh, 36 fantasy points. Maybe the shoot. He's been so inefficient here. 30. She's shooting in the 30s. Like, if we can get him to the upper 40s, he's got 50 point upside. I think you take a shot against Sacramento and hope they don't get blown out. I mean, if we if we look at like 
the season sample size, if we take Kevin Porter Jr. off the field or off the court, off the field, Jalen Green gets a 4% usage bump. Um, he, he's up to 32.4%. So, I mean, that's obviously really juicy for him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Green would be like my first target here. Um, Sengun kind of maybe flies under the radar because of his weird price, but we do have a lot of value that we've talked about on the slate with a lot of value potentially opening up. So I think you could easily get like a green Sengun fade the cheap guy type of lineup. Um, I, I do like KJ Martin again, 3,800. Um, Eric Gordon is somewhat interesting as well. He's going to play 30 minutes. Yeah, he's going to play 30 minutes. He's going to shoot. Um, that's all he's going to do. He doesn't get, like, assists and rebounds and stuff. So, like, if you get, like, a 20-point, like, scoring night from Eric Gordon, maybe he gets 30 fantasy points at 3,900. So, I think at that price point, you could potentially take shots on him. Um, that's really it for me, though. I'm not going to look into the Garrison Matthews thing. I think that was a lot of garbage time minutes for him the other night. Um, looking at, like game flow he did have a lot of points in the second quarter like a lot of his fantasy production came in the second quarter but i don't know how much i'm gonna trust it um i do think like there's a road for him to play 20 minutes or so but i also think like jason tate could play minutes as well so i don't i don't trust that at all king's side of this game listen 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 everyone listen the aaron fox burned me so bad the other night but Again, I'm going to say the same thing I said the other night. It doesn't get much better for point guards than facing Houston. That's all. That's all I got. I don't know if I get there. I'm still a little salty. Sabonis should crush. Um, secondary pieces on Sacramento. They're it's tough. Um, so I really think like if I'm getting exposure to Sacramento, it's probably getting exposure to like Sabonis or Fox. Um, Fox. Dude, he had like 13 fantasy points in the first half the other night. Uh, like, yeah. Trey Lyles like had a fourth quarter. Don't look into that. He, I think he scored like 30-something fantasy points, and 28 of them were in the fourth quarter. Um, he got super hot, super hot, and just yeah. had like a – he had one of those like streak runs, uh, and that – it changed the whole game. The game was close, and like Trey Lyles is like, hey, this game's not close anymore. Um, I'm calling, I'm calling, we're going home type of, type of spot. So yeah, 20 um, points, seven rebounds. And really Steve, it's like you said, that's what that tells you just how good NBA players are. Like yeah. this guy isn't like the, one of the big starters for this team. And he scored 20, like just, just like that. Bam, 20 points. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Kings? I still think this is a good spot for for a game stack here. Um, you know, Sabonis 10-6, man. Like, whew. That is up there. But, I mean, he had 55 the other night. Like, I don't think Sabonis is the best spot. I think I'd side with Fox and the cheap guys as long as Herder's out and roll from there. All right. Let's play – the good old-fashioned morning grind game. One last time for this week. DraftKings pricing, DraftKings scoring. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X YouTube chat. Feel free to play along with us. Uh, what do you got here, Will? Yeah, we've got a fair amount 
of options today. Um, and and Phoenix, the Phoenix guys are going to be good. I, I got an inkling that Edwards sits. Give me McDaniels. All right. I hope he sits. I'm going to go. Oh, what's his price? Hold on. He might be too much. Oh, did they price him up too much? Hold on. I got to search by team. I'm trying to look for him. Nope, he's not too much. Dario Sarge. I don't think Aiden plays. I think they give him another day off. And um, Dario Sarge at 4,400. Only in play fate and sits, but I like him a lot. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? We've got a fair amount of options. I'm going to side with... uh... I, I, I got this weird feeling about CJ McCollum against OKC. Give me CJ at 9,400. Don't hate that. Um, part of me just wants to be bitter and say De'Aaron Fox, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say DeJounte <laughs> Murray at 8,800. I think DeJounte Murray could crush it in this spot, but I think with Trey Young back, 8,800 is just too much. Like $600 price increase with Trey Young coming back. It, it's just, um, he's too expensive today for me. Absolutely. Favorite 6X play today. Who do you got? Going slightly in the upper tier here, or upper mid-tier. I think this guy goes for 50. Give me Nikola Vucevic at 8,500. No DeRozan against OKC. D- didn't quite get there the other night, but I-, I think this is his game. Yeah, I like it. Um, I-, I like that. I do. I I like went back and forth on mine today. My initial one... I might do the morning grind, like, let's get weird GPP play of the day type of thing. So, leave him for that. I know it's a lot of fantasy points, but I really like Laurie marketing today. I think he'll go for 60-plus, 6X. Um, I think he has a monster game against the Magic tonight. So, give me marketing for this one. But, Valanchunas was my other guy, for what it's worth. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. I found a better Let's Get Weird GPP play of the day. So, yeah, there you go. My other guy was J-Val. Um, who do you got today? Someone in chat just said J-Val, too. There you go. Who do you got for your Let's Get Weird GPP play today? We had a lot of options for this one. Um, I'm not sure weird this is going to be, but I think it's weird enough. Give me Killian Hayes at 5,900. I think that's weird. I'm in. I'm game. I like it. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Fultz from Orlando. I, again, I like this game stack and I think that I think Fultz is going to be really low owned. And I think that maybe one out of seven times he has a 40 plus point game here. And I think that for tournaments, I'm willing to take that one in one in seven shots. So yeah, give me Fultz. Any bets standing out to you here? Um, I'm trying to get a read on these lines. I think we saw Curry pick up big minutes. I think his line came out around 24 and a half the other night, Stevie. I feel like that's where his points came in at. It's and 25 it looks, and a half on a couple of places. It, yeah, and it looks like – but I'm, I'm saying that's where it is now, you're saying? Yeah, a couple of places have him at 25 and a half. Right, but I'm saying the other night he was 24 and a half, and I think we saw – 
him play 21, 31 minutes, which was enough. I think we take the overall Curry points today at 25 and a half. All right. All right. I am going to say I like the Hawks minus two and a half. You can get this at minus 115 on BetMGM right now. I just refreshed to make sure it was still there. But Hawks minus two and a half. No Halliburton for the Pacers. I think the Hawks, I think they cruise in this game. Uh, really, like, I don't, this line is kind of weird to me. I know, um, I know Vegas and like they like to look at like records and the Hawks are four games behind the Pacers, but yeah, I mean I like the Hawks in this one. So Valentina's point rebound uh, prop is one um I'll be looking for as well today. So that's gonna wrap it up for Friday. Hope everyone has a fantastic NFL wildcard weekend. Wildcard weekend podcast is posted on wherever you listen to these podcasts. You can check it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super pumped for Wild Card Weekend. I think the games are fantastic. We talked about it in depth um, on Thursday's podcast. So you can go check that out. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. We'll be back Monday talking some NBA. Good luck. We will see you then. <laughs>